Welcome to the guy thought. Blind spots. When one isn't diligent in their internal work, that means doing that shadow work, tapping into themselves, they develop what I like to call blind spots. Skips, overlooks, crevices, cracks, lines blurred due to the emotional clouded vision. Where the fragments of the unresolved self come together with the external environment. This is what I call the glacier effect. The reaction to emotional cues while avoiding cracking through the subsurface, allowing the reflections of the shadow to fragment into the reflections of our lives that show up as stress points, fears, based on those past experiences, the what was done, what was said, how I reacted, to stay in this state of never applying to the healing. Never allowing oneself to heal. Welcome to the God Out Podcast. Let's get into this. Adepts, neophytes, that's initiates. The ones that are getting into their shadow work and the ones that are deeply expounding into their shadow work. This is especially for you. We understand that today is the only day that matters. Because from this moment and now, everything is a reflection to be experienced or observed. If you're emotionally triggered, it's an experience. If you can look back at the emotional experience, it's now an observation. You're mastering the lesson. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. I'm your host, your master of ceremonies, your favorite occult psychologist, shaman, Papa Lucifer. And this week, we're getting into blind spots, glacier effect. We in season four. It's still season four. Episode 14. We're moving right along. And in this week's session, we're going to be getting into permafrost. The subsurface layer created by the traumatic effects around our psyche. When triggered, most of what is brought to the surface is through that permafrost. We're going to get into black ice the unresolved issues that are reflections on the surface that we keep slipping over and then we're gonna get into frostbites that's the 
learning how to respond past and learn through the emotional cues in order for us to learn how to really read our energy. But before we get into that, you know, it's right after this, we're gonna get into that clarity with this week's reading. And then we're gonna get into this very in-depth session. Again, welcome to the Guide Our Podcast. I want you to tune in to tap out and take this ride with me. Let's get into this. Ashe. As we get ready for our weekly reading, got the call sitting right here. Play with them real quick. Get that one more little shuffle. Real life shuffle, cause we do real life move toy. Alright. First card to be pulled. The Knight of Wands. Nice little general energy. Knight of Wands represents moving forward in our energy. Because until we move forward by the page of wands, ooh, a lot of decisions to make move forward in that energy for us out there. Page of Wands represents the opportunities to use our new energy in that new space. In order to be able to start using our new energy, we have to, through the Nine of Wands, gives us the expression of coming at to the end of a cycle of how we were using our energy. That goes into the Six of Pentacles, how we used our energy based on grounding ourselves. Now we're in a space where we're able to sit in this new position and by the final card the nine of cups represents the aspects of the end of the cycle of how we were spreading our energy out in that case so let's start with that reading shall we just get more in depth the knight of wands represents moving forward in those changes it represents moving forward standing firm in our decisions And the biggest part is not moving in that sense of haste because the page of wands represents those new opportunities. A lot of times we have our new energy, we get this new wave of our energy, this new shift for ourselves, and then we move with a haste. And as I talked about last week, if you're moving in haste, based on that reaction of the emotional cue. Ooh, I got my stimmy, let me go do this. Ooh, I got my refund, type shit like that. It's now time to look in the opportunity to how we invest our energy. That's gonna be pulled up in that page of wands represents the new opportunity to how we invest our energy. It's the end of the cycles. That nine represents the end of a cycle. It's the end of the cycle of how we seem to want to I'm feeling that energy of you getting burnt out a lot of times we move with that haste based on trying to step into this new opportunity without really researching first the page represents research the page represents 
learning. The page represents the opportunity is there, but we have to address what cycles have to be ended so we can begin to ground ourselves in that new abundance that's pulled up by that six of pentacles. The pentacles, remember, represents grounding. The pentacles represents earth, which represents grounding ourselves. A lot of times we have our energy, we keep ourselves in that space, and we try to stay tethered. A lot of times we try to keep our energy going through the same cues to stay tethered to things that no longer serve us because we're not used to going below the surface. And when we go below the surface, it's kind of like we're in that sub-circuit, sub-surface. We're only looking at things through these old reflections and the old aspects of ourself. That's why we move with haste because we got used to the comfort of being able to move how we used to move. What you're noticing now is you're missing opportunities. You ever had that feeling with yourself where you're sitting there like, you made the move, you made it happen, you made it shake, and then you're sitting there afterwards feeling the guilt of the missed opportunity. You're feeling the guilt and like, damn, I should have waited. If I waited like my intention, if I move with my intention, my gut feeling, my gut instinct, if I allowed that voice to come to the surface, I could have been sitting in a greater position. The reason that we tend to not want to sit in our greatest position is because through that nine of cups, we don't acknowledge the ending of the cycles of how we used to fill our cup. And remember, everything that you do within the internal aspect reflects in everything you do outside of yourself. So a simple thought process, think about it like this. If I'm sitting in my space and I'm giving 100% to something, I leave no room for growth. I really want you to think about that. If I give 100% of myself to something, I leave no room for growth. I call it that 70-30 rule. 70% of my 70% of my energy is 30% into the intention, 40% is around the creation based on my intention, which now when it comes down into the below aspect, that means into the physical realm, the emotional aspects, is 30% of that concentrated from that 70%. Now from that 30%, I take 15% into the structure, 15% into the foundation. That means in every space that I go into is getting 30% of concentrated energy based on me building my foundation and defining my structure. I control my reach. I control my range. So in every position when I put 30% in, I am going to accept 30% from that position of wherever I'm at in reflection. 30, remember, everything's going to be a reflection. 30% of 30% is of me. 30% is of my reflection. That allows me that 60% in that space. 
that allows me 40%. That's 20% to that's 20% that I can put towards my observations and 20% that I'm gonna put into the emotional experience. That means the learning. That's 40% growth in any position that I go in. We have been told to put 100% into everything that we do. But here's the problem with that. If I put 100, what I just said, if I put 100% in with that haste, I leave myself no room to grow. I leave myself no room to move. I need myself no room to observe the opportunities. I need myself no room to ground myself in becoming those opportunities. I leave myself repeating the cycle of misusing my energy. I leave myself in a position where my cup is overflowing with the same thought process, the same guilt, the same the same things that I'm not tapping into to learn about myself. I don't leave myself time to learn. I don't leave myself time to rest. I don't give myself the time for that self-care. I want you to be the best. It's okay to move forward. But as you move forward, I want you to pay attention to learning the opportunities based on you defining your range. I want you to acknowledge that I need the end cycles that no longer serve purpose to my energy that are keeping me from being truly grounded, that are keeping me from looking into my cup and filling my space. I want you to be the best. And the only, this, the only way to do that is to tap in. This has been your weekly reading. If you're interested in a more personal reading, stay tuned to the plug talk to get the information for that. But until then, allow this message, this general energy reading from Papa Lucifer being used as the conduit from the spirits to motivate you how to move through your day. I want you to be the best. I love you. We love us. Ashe. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the God Hour Podcast. I'm your master of ceremonies. Your co-psychologist, Papa Lucifer. And we don't get into blind spots, the glacier effect. You know, we break this down into these, the session down into these segments. In this first segment, we don't get into this permafrost. Now, y'all know we always, we we're, we switch every, we put everything into that deeper to understand the environment is a reflection of us in every way. To understand that everything is you. This is understanding that the glacier effect, the psychological aspects between the glacier effect is the shown emotion is anger. 
but the connection to it underneath that yeah, we think about glaciers or icebergs is the catalyst of all of the issues that are in there. So this this layer from where this layer between where it reaches to the surface and dips down into our internal aspects of ourselves, the internal self, in between that is that permafrost. The permafrost, as I said earlier in the opening, the subsurface, the layer created by the traumas, the traumatic effect, the traumatic effects. When triggered, most of it is brought from this to the surface. So when we talk about trauma bonding, when we talk about uh, existing in the existing in this current state, that permafrost or that layer, that subsurface layer is where all of the shadows now have life. That's the psyche. That's the aspects of what's surrounding the psyche that keeps the psyche, the psyche fragmented. As we have this fragmented psyche based on the traumas, based on these events, everything that happens outside of us is a trigger to those set events. So we always go back to live that memory over and over again. You always go back to that first memory. You hear somebody have an argument you automatically now you want to go home and you thinking about you're thinking is that the same way that's happening inside of your life based on affection based on love based on what you're getting in your life these reflections are these fragments of our shadows shown into our environment as i'm always saying everything outside of you is to be experienced that's through the aspect of the emotional or it's supposed to be observed that's mastering that emotional experience so when i think about perma when i think about the subsurface level that a lot of us get to and what i've noticed in like with traditional psychology it attacks the subsurface level it's very subsurface level it doesn't get into the traumatic responses and the traumatic events like when you dive into the aspects of the occult the occult meaning the hidden culture the hidden culture being the hidden mind or the subconscious mind bringing the subconscious and the unconscious into that balance understanding that we got to get into the psyche the psyche is in this case in the glacier effect the permafrost so when you're angry when you get mad when you get upset when you trip when you're triggered and that trigger is hit and now you feel anger the thing that most of us do we always we go to the subsurface level we go to the job we go to the relationship we go to the family member we go to these areas and that's where we say that's the issue and this issue seems bigger because it's fragmented through that ice that you know like ice when you think about it when you just think about an iceberg and that in this case the iceberg the light hits the like the light hitting multiple fraction points of light going into that space so things are able to hide you're not inter this is us not interfacing what inter yeah interfacing with our shadow one big instance when we think about not really dealing with the sub dealing with the issue, allowing it to crack that subsurface, that permafrost. One of the biggest things that we do 
in ourselves is walk away from it. We're afraid of criticism. I talked about it on Monday during Meditate and Elevate. We, we, we avoid criticism. We allow and we avoid criticism. We avoid, and what I mean by avoiding criticism, I mean we avoid learning from criticism. We avoid learning because remember everything down here is fuel. So until you understand criticism, you can't tap into feed, you can't get feedback. Feedback is that positive reinforcement. Criticism is critiquing the identity. Criticism critiques your identity. Think about whenever you hear somebody doing a critique on somebody and they critique the external aspects. When we think about criticism, it's critiquing the identity. It's challenging that identity. But when we're stuck inside of this space with these blind spots, we create that blind, we create that blind spot, that 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 rift or that or that distant to keep us in this distance. So we don't allow anything to get too close to us. One of the biggest things like just with any emotional aspects of dealing with our emotions, we will constantly move. I've I'm dealing, I deal with clients that are in that constant cycle of when they, when I first acknowledge, yo, we have to start you. You need to start a healing process and you're getting into your shadow work. And when the first time I bring up healing to people, They'll always say like, what's the point of me healing or getting better or expressing myself when someone can use it against me? And the first thing that I always say is, that's interesting. That's interesting. But I didn't say that you needed to open up to others. I'm saying you need to learn how to open up to yourself. Then the next line goes into, as we're still stuck in this subsurface area, I mean, I ain't gotta be open. I ain't gotta be open. I ain't gotta be emotional. I've gotten this far without it. I got this nice job. I got this nice crib. I got this, I got nice stuff. Here comes the key. Here comes the major key. And this is one of the things that I had to learn. So I could actually now teaching it i can actually now counsel i can provide that therapy to that the opening to that think about your house most people in their space because we're afraid to go beyond the subsurface we'll put all of our energy into the distraction we will put all of the energy into a defined distraction whether it be the job whether it be a relationship whether it be family whether it be friend, whether it be whatever it may be, we'll put all of our energy into that. Put all of our energy into that. So let's just start with the job part. You put all your energy into your job. I remember putting all my energy into my job. Work damn near 24, I will work. If I could work, if I could work 24 seven hours, 24 hours in a day, I will work 24 hours. Or I will work at least 20 hours in a day. Seven days, six, seven days out the week. But the moment when I notice if I embarked in, okay, friendship, or I embarked in a relationship, I noticed that my quality of work went down. And we all, we have all done this in one shape or form. I noticed the quality of my work went down. 
because I was splitting my energy between work and trying to keep this new aspect in my life. So I noticed my work ethic went down. I was more or less, I was more arrogant at work. I was more arrogant at work. And I noticed I was more arrogant at work. I was more angry. I was my, my, my attitude changed. You dig? Like the subsurface level had been cracked a little bit. Cause when you let somebody in, you let them into most of us, we just let them into the subsurface. So now that they're inside of that space, in order for me to be able to vent and not like take that on on them or express these emotions, these emotions had to go somewhere. The vent, the energy of these emotions had to go somewhere. Guess where they went to? They went at work. So anything that I was, anything that I had an open chance to discuss in the relationship about just anything, just having that conversation in general, I wouldn't have. I would do it at my job. I would vent it. I would be mad or put that energy into my job, my go-to. Now that distraction, I would go to my homeboy's house or go to my homegirl's house or go to somebody's house and vent to them about things and still not letting them fully in. I'm still in the subsurface area. That way I can go home and I cannot have to deal with it. But this is what I noticed what I kept doing as I'm doing this. And I'm when we're doing this aspect of splitting ourselves up in between spaces, between distractions. We start to look for something. We look for a common point in every, we look for a common point, not realizing that everything outside of us is that reflection. So the way that my relationship would be, if it was good, then I'd be good at work. If it was bad or going through a, a that spot, it, I would be different at work. I was allowing the reflections. This is what happens when we allow these shadows in our lives to augment how we flow. We allow these shadows in our lives to create these blind spots and these rifts and, and these skips and these overlooks that we start overlooking. I noticed that I started overlooking a lot of red flags in a lot of the relationships, not just love interest but like in the aspect of friendships all because i was only in the subsurface what i created in the subsurface when things got heated the climate changed it would come to the surface and it would be now at the surface i still wasn't dealing with it that's what this is one of the major keys when you're putting so much, this is why I always tell everybody, that's why I break down the 70-30 rule. You should never you should not be putting in more than 30% of your concentrated energy into anything you go into. I'm gonna teach y'all a new way to I'm gonna teach y'all the aspects of balance. You should never put more than 30% into anything that you go into. That leaves room for them to bring in 30%. Because what most people are going to bring in naturally is 30%. They're going to bring in just enough to get by. That's about 30%. 
So if you're putting in 30%, but here's your here's the here's the key. Your 30% is concentrated from the aspects of your intentions being in that 30% and then how you're creating around those intentions which is now that shell which is the 40%. That's the 70%. That's pure you. Now you're projecting into every space 30% of your energy. So now when you're inside of that space, once you've met that 30%, everything else becomes reserved based on the space. So now you will either now you're going to be gravitating between now. So let's I'm gonna build an equal equal matter. I go to my job. I'm at my job. My job wants me to put in this hours, this time, everything of that nature. So I'm in there. I'm in there. They paying me for my work. They paying me for all this stuff. They paying me. They give my pay. They're only going to give me 30%. They're only going to pay me from 30% of the profit. They're only going to pay me from 30% of the profit. 30% of that profit that they're, that's coming into me working there 15% of that is the structure of my job. The other 15% is the payout of my structuring from that job. That's 60% right there. That's base level 60%. I'm in there putting my energy into this space. I'm getting this return, this cycle of this 30%. That allows me to have 40% in that space to grow. That's 20% for them to come forward. That's 20% for me to come forward. And I'm breaking this down because this is how I did my last job. The old way that I used to work at my jobs, I put 100% into my job. I put 100% into my job. At the end of the day, that didn't even crack the damn surface. That was subsurface on the return i got sir i got it barely cracked the permafrost i had enough i had enough stuff to keep on i was putting in 100 percent into my job so i did not have to go so i could say to myself i got all these nice things and i'm a hard worker here's the name of the game you're not supposed to be in that space if you, the only examples that you have in your life are you have the TV, you got the car, you got the house, you got, you got debts because liability, you're using liability, you're using debt to buy debt. So you're using liability. You're using yourself as a liability to buy liabilities. Talked about that. So now I'm sitting there with these liabilities in the space. I can't do anything else. I put 100% of my energy into that space. So now I have to continue putting that same amount of energy into this space to continue what is only surface level shit. See now, if I put that 30% into that space, that leaves them room to bring in 20%. That leaves me room to bring in 20%. That's still 40%. That's 100% in that cycling of that energy into that space. Now, when I leave this space, 
I still got 30%, that same energy, that 30%, I can remove from that space. Because now it's in the cycle. It's a cycle in that space. When I'm not in that space, when I'm not connected to it, it's still streaming at the 70%. You see how that works? It's still moving at 70%. My influence, my range, the things that I did before, everything that I did within that space, it still can function. I take my 30% out. I'm the same way. I'm I'm the same way when I went in, when I come out. Now I got that 30%. Now in my own space, my home life, the same difference. Putting in that 30%, they put in that 30%. It like, so home life, 30% is based on me. 30% is based on the rent. 30% is based on paying the bills. So now I have room to cultivate my space. Now it's 40% and now it's, I got 40% in this space. So now it's at that 70, no, yeah, it's at 60. So now it's at hundred percent. So now I can keep this space at hundred percent based on me not putting more into anything else before I put it into myself. Now this requires cracking that permafrost. This requires integrating with that shadow because until you integrate with your shadow, you can't use these percentages. You can't break into these ratios. You're always going to be stuck in. I got to put a hundred percent in so no one can get below my surface. No one can get into this space. No one can see that. No one can see my weakness. No one, because this is what you do at your job all the fucking time. This is what you do 90% of the time. You put a hundred percent into every space that you go into. Everything is null and void. Everything null and void. If you put a hundred percent into every space that you go into, every contract is non and void because you leave no room for growth or tapping. You leave no room for growth or the potential to fucking grow. You leave no room for potential. You leave no room for growth. Nothing should be nothing you're doing should be at a hundred percent solely in one space. We've heard that saying before, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Nothing you should do, you should be putting 100% into anything external outside of you. Your math should already be, you're putting 100% into yourself. But even that split up. Remember, I just did that 70-30. 70% of your energy should be based on building your intent, and creating around your intent, defining your range, because I'm gonna give you a trippy part. Once you crack that permafrost, once you crack this shell and you start internalizing and start learning the internal aspects of yourself, everything's going to change. Everything automatically changes. Your views are going to be different because you're no longer looking through only the subsurface level. You're actually looking through the depth. You're actually integrating and becoming whole in that soul integration, that shadow integration. So now when you're inside of your space, you're not using it as I'm using my job as an escape because this is how we tap into these addictions. Your job becomes your escape. Your friend house becomes your escape. 
Family members' house is still becoming escape. Your man became your escape. Your woman became your escape. But then you put 100% into that relationship and now you're mad that it didn't turn out the way you needed it to turn out. You put 100% into the relationship. You put 100% of your energy into that relationship to try to make it work. You were only meant to put 30% max, 30% minimum into that relationship. Because that math is going to be, if you bringing in 30%, and even if they bringing in less than 30%, it's all about what you're doing into that space. If you can bring in 30% clear cut, clear healed energy into that space, 30%, you ain't going to be mad when that relationship got to end. You ain't going to blame the relationship for your downfall. You ain't going to blame your job for your downfall. You ain't going to blame family and friends for downfalls because they're only part of, they're only reflected of the shadow. You're actually be able to go into that space and actually start learning some shit because you gave yourself room. Now, when I'm saying this, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, because I know people are going to be like, He's saying only put 30% into the relationship, but what about the money? And what about paying rent? And what about paying bills? That's all byproduct. That's all byproduct. Here becomes the reality to that space. Yo, fear, the reason that most are scared to go beyond the subsurface or are scared to be, go crack beyond the surface of an aspect is because they will lose their grasp or they will lose, as I talked about last week, they'll lose that voucher card. So if I can go into a space and say I'm putting 100% into this space based on surface level bullshit, necessities, then I don't have to, I have, I have, I always got a plan B. As soon as they get upset about something that I'm doing, I can be like, you don't understand what I've been through. I've been hurt before. It's hard being a black man. It's hard being a black woman. And you got all these fucking excuses. All these excuses are the organisms that are within your subsurface environment. This your subsurface of yourself. So then you have, those are them voucher calls I was, I was talking about last week. You sitting there using these same fucking calls every time you go out. Nobody want to understand the depth of me. No one want to stay around long enough to understand the depths of me. I'm going to say this again. I've, I've said this during Friday during the lecture. Nobody is going to love you more than you love yourself. No one is going to respect you, be more loyal, be within gratitude, be within honor more than you are with yourself. When we look for somebody to be more loyal to us than we are to ourselves, more loving to us than we are to ourselves, more respectful to us than we are respectful to ourselves, to provide more care to us than we provide to ourselves. We set ourselves up for, that's a contract. You set up a lease, a high interest contract. You set yourself up to be a high risk liability. Most people are in relationships. It's a high risk liability. I remember being in relationships where it was, a, 
I remember being in relationships as the high risk liability. I remember being in relationships with high risk liabilities. And what I mean by high risk liabilities is they didn't have, they did not have an understanding of their anger. They did not take accountability for their, uh, tr emotional triggers. So the only thing that they could try to pay me in, and this is what you're going to notice crazy. When you have an emotional deficit, the most thing that they're going to allow you to penetrate into the subsurface is through sex, the physical aspects of sex, the physical aspects of sex. Most people that have an emotional deficit will always work hard in one position or another. The physical aspects is usually what it is. So they'll try to maintain this identity of being the best girlfriend, the best boyfriend, the best mother, the best father, the best whatever it is trying to make up or build into, but it's usually always on the physical aspects. You trying to be the best father or the best mother, giving your kids everything that they did not have based on physical constraints. You feel that, and whoa, we getting deep in that. You feel that for most mothers and fathers in that space that have not healed, you feel like if I give my child a sense of independence, let them do whatever they want to do certain things, let them get whatever it is, that somehow that'll make my life better because I'm giving them what I never had. So now guess what you're creating on the other end in that reflection? You are now creating another person. You're now creating another catalyst of the reflection of the subsurface that you're not willing to crack. Because they're not going to say anything because you're getting, you're giving them what you're giving them. And the first thing that you're going to tell them is what? I get you shoes. I get you. I got you that iPhone. I got you. I let you go here. I let you do. I let get you clothes. I get you everything. And this is how you going to treat me. I ain't got to get you none of this shit. Think of how that's, what does that sound like? What does that sound like? That sounds like the reflection of them shadows that happened to you when you were younger. That sounds like the reflections of the shadows that happened to you when you were younger. Known it. That sounds like the reflections of the shadows that happened to you when you happened to you when you were younger. How you act in a relationship. I give everything, but I don't ever get anything back in return. How does that sound? That sounds like that relationship between your mother and your father. You see how you you see how you're reflecting it out into your environment, just reacting, acting it back out. You acting out the rift. You acting out the. You're acting out your trauma. Nine times out of ten, if you're not dealing with your trauma, actually ten times out of ten, when you're not dealing with it, you become it. Unconsciously, you became your trauma. You became the facets of your trauma while keeping it locked up in that subsurface level of yourself. So now you're sitting there wondering why you keep getting the shit that you keep getting. Why you keep slipping up the way you keep slipping up. 
Why you keep hitting that black ice? We back right after this. And we back, we back. <clears throat> but yeah, with that permafrost, the permafrost is the cracks in the psyche. This is the permeable, the the what we think is the impert, the impenetrable area of the aspects around the psyche. This is that frozen area that is around your psyche, around the subconscious mind, the memories. Everything that's been built up and packed down over and over and over again. This is why I tell my, this is why I keep, this is why I, oh, I can't stress holding that shit in really ain't going to do anything, but just keep that shit packing further down into the subsurface area, making it harder to crack into yourself. This is why whenever you see somebody make a post or say something about you got to heal yourself, but someone made a post the other day today was like, you got to heal yourself before you have children. You got to heal yourself before you have children. And if you have children, you need to heal yourself as you're healing the child. Because the child came through that nexus point or that portal with every trigger that you got with inside of you that you have not discovered. Waiting to activate. And if you're not dealing with with your traumas, guess what you're gonna do? That's the activation. It's activated from you. 90% of what happens, your, your kids acting the way that they act or moving the way that they move, their attitudes and everything, it's all in action activated from you. It's activated in, it's activated in correspondence with your ass. Everything that you deal with outside of yourself that you keep slipping on, you keep slipping up and you keep slipping on is based on, guess what? You. It's based on you. This is the black ice. This is the black ice. That's, this is the black ice that keep popping up in your life. Let me give you all the definition of that black ice real quick. I'll be building that up where we at right here. Flip it like this. Don't care about that. Black ice. The unresolved reflection manifested in the surface in our daily lives. Permafrost. Not permafrost is the black ice. Now we are aware what black ice is. When you know when you riding down the street and there's a slick of water and then it freeze over and you can't see why you driving and then you hit it and you swerving all over the fucking road all over your path you trying to get somewhere and you swerve over something that you keep slipping on that's that black ice in your life it's not just the air freshener but as we ended with the aspects of building and cracking through this permafrost cracking through yeah cracking through that uh psyche understanding that everything that's in your life is the gonna that you keep slipping up on you keep reverting to you keep falling back into it's because you haven't learned the lesson 
you keep going back to that dead end ass relationship because you ain't learned your lesson. And what I mean by going back to the dead end relationship, I'm not just saying like you just keep going back to the same person. I'm talking about you keep going back to the same archetype of the person. Because even if you sit here and say, even if you sit here and say, I'm not going back to him, or I'm not going back to her, or me and that friendship is over, you will automatically, systematically, unconsciously go find another individual or entity or energy that matches the frequency of that individual. You still in the same frequency, Ma? You still in the same frequency, sis? You still in the same frequency, bruh? You still in the same frequency? That's why you keep running into the same motherfucking individuals. You keep slipping up and falling into the same dead end ciphers, dead end ciphers because you still on the same frequency. Because you ain't cracked through that heart crack through that sub layer you just keep packing shit on top that new topsoil oh i got some new that's some new soil i ain't never seen that before submit sequestering to your urges or whatever and now you still stuck in that space and you wonder why you keep slipping why you keep manifesting the slip-ups man i should have learned better why 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 can't i get it what am i missing you missing internalizing it. You looking at everything on the surface and taking everything at the surface value. You look at everything based on surface value. Blanketed ass answers. Blanketed ass definitions. Blanketed ass aspects. Man, I'm looking for loyalty. What's your definition of loyalty? What is it based on? Man, I had people in my life that weren't loyal to me. That didn't show me love. That didn't respect me. So if somebody doesn't respect me or show me love the way I feel that they should show me love or show me respect the way I feel they should show me respect, bro, you got to define respect into yourself. You got to define love into yourself, sis. Or you're going to keep making the same damn trivial pursuits. You running around making the same trivial pursuits, trying to find your happiness. And then you're going into all of these spaces, giving hundred percent, you giving your all. That's why you feel worthless at the end of it. You try to make things work based on fun. And I'm not telling motherfuckers not to have fun. I stay, uh, I stay, uh, my inspiration stays inspired. I stay reinforcing my own self-motivation through watching. When I watched my man, Derek Grace too, he was like, there's nothing wrong with having fun, but most of y'all are trying to have fun before you actually put in the work. Me as a occult psychologist, him in his field and me in my field, like this, this, the equivalent in the same field because he's saying the same thing I'm saying, but I'm going from the healing, the deeper healing aspect. You can't even get to that space where he's at until you go through the shadow work. You can tell he's been through shadow work. You can tell he's still doing his shadow work. But you looking in your space and you wondering why you keep falling in the same damn cycles. 
but it seems to be getting heavier. You were in the same damn cycle, but it seemed to be getting heavier. The days seem to be getting shorter. The hours see the days are getting shorter, but the hours are getting longer. The hours are getting longer, but the minutes are becoming shorter. Small, they're becoming fat. They're coming faster. Shit ain't the shit don't add up. How you missing so many spots inside of your day? It's because most of your day is based on motion. Most of your day is based on sliding by. If I can slide by and say this over there and still come over here and do that, then I'm good. That shit ain't gonna work no more. That shit ain't never work. Especially when you change the frequencies. Let me tell you about these frequencies. Tell you about these different frequencies and these vibrations. When you're in a space where you can tell you're in a space where you feel big. And what I mean by when you feeling big, you feel like everybody can come to you for an answer. Everybody come to you for advice. Everybody come to you for help. But at the end of the day, when it's time for the for the scales to be rebalanced and it's time for reciprocal uh, that reciprocation or this recipro reciprocal effect they all seem to just slide out they all seem to slide away they seem to go slide away into your unresolved aspects they're all reflections of your unresolved aspects you spend all of your time helping all these other individuals trying to save everybody, make sure everybody's good, make sure everybody's fed. But when it comes time to like, okay, now you a little bit hungry and you inside the space and now you hungry, you need some shit in your life. Where do you go? You can't depend on them. Do you know why you can't depend on them? Because they're not learning their lessons. You're putting 100% of your energy into helping them to be your, this is how that correspondent happens. You're putting 100% of your energy into that space to distract them from their lesson. And in reality, you're putting 100% of your energy into that space to help them distract them from their lesson. So naturally the byproduct is a distraction from your lesson. Putting 100% into them to help them distract from their lesson. Because they're not learning it because you're distracting them from it because you're there. As long as they don't learn the lesson, you'll always be there. So since you'll always be there, you'll never be in front of that mirror with yourself. You'll put yourself second. So when things come into your space that are meant to help you evolve, the opportunity to evolve, I'm gonna tell you something about these higher frequencies. The higher frequencies don't give a fuck. I remember Bobby Hema always said that shit. The higher realms ain't nothing but the most niggerous of niggas. These higher frequencies don't give a fuck about you. 
because you don't give a fuck about yourself. These higher level energies that are going to be coming into your space don't give a fuck about you because you don't give a fuck about yourself. If you in a state of using to your advantage so you can stay distracted, best believe that frequency, you're going to be stuck in that frequency or in that space slipping and sliding, slipping and sliding away based on every mother motherfucker in your space. How many people in your space right now, I always ask this question, how many people in your space right now, if you said, yo, let's all go on a trip, let's go have some fun. How many motherfuckers will raise their hand? I guarantee damn near all of them. Now, in that, if you said, I cool, the trip is going to be this summer. Trip's going to be this summer. I'm going to book the room. I'm going to book the room. I'm going to book the suites, the rooms. Let's say there's four of y'all going. I'm going to book the suites. So that's four. That's two suites. You might get two, two bedroom suites for a nice good for that nice price airbnb whatever whatever you might get airbnb let's let's take it up a notch you don't get airbnb get airbnb four bedrooms you pay the deposit you pay the deposit and then you say well i paid the deposit and we have until this day to pay the rest of the money so i need your money two days before so I can make the payment. All right. So you got four people. Y'all sit there. You made the deposit. You paid the deposit. Deposit is non-refundable after that day. It's non-refundable after the day that you said. That's why you said you needed it in then. You sitting there. You got your money. You sitting there. You got your money in pocket. In pocket. One of your friends, they got their money in pocket. So two of y'all got y'all money. One of your people, they'll have the money on that day. They said they'll have the money on that day. They just got to make sure they take care of this bill over here. You can trust them. One of them people in your circle, you know they ain't going to have the money. You know they are. You know they not. They going to wait till the last minute. And they gonna tell you, I won't have it till the day after. All right, cool. Bet. They don't have their money. Day after comes. You tell them, yo, if you don't have your money the day after, we gonna have some issues because I can't get the deposit back. If you, as long as you have the money, I don't care about not getting the deposit back. Okay. All right, it goes off without a hitch. They walk up to you and say, I ain't got the money. I only got to have the money. Can you front me the rest? I thought you said you would have the money. I just paid the money on a deposit. Not to mention the the amount that I told everybody about, the amount that I told everybody that I needed to have back covered their halves of the deposit. They're parts of the deposit. 
So you don't even have the money for the deposit. You only got the money. So you only got half of the money. So you only can cover the room or the deposit. So now you sitting there upset as hell. Why you upset? Why you upset? Why are you upset? Why are you mad? Ask yourself a real question. Why are you upset? Why are you really upset? Man, because I wasted my money. I wasted my money, man. I could have. You knew better. You knew better. This is what most of us do with our lives. In the expectancy that something's not going, someone's not going to repeat a slip. In the expectancy that they're going to learn this time. This is a different time. This is a different narrative. We continuously fall into this pattern where we have not resolved the purpose in the range of this individual. The purpose in the range of this person inside of that space. They weren't meant for that. You can't save every, you're not supposed to save anybody. You're supposed to become the example. Now, I'm going to give you the example for me. I already made the plan that I'm not taking any trips until if the earliest late this year and not until early next year. I got shit I got to do. I got plans I got I got I got shit I got to I got I got things I got to put together. I got a company that I'm structuring. I got a I got a business that I'm structuring. Get it? So I'm willing to make that sacrifice so there's no slip-ups. I'm not trying to fall on these patches of black ice. I'm not trying to slip up. I'm learning in my environment from the... I'm learning that from my reflection, everything outside of me is a reflection of me, that as I'm experiencing these things, if I get emotionally triggered... That means there's something about myself that I need to learn. That was at first. And that first couple, that subsurf, that permafrost. Now that I've been cracked through that permafrost and I've integrated with my shadow. Now, when I see something, it's like, I can simply look there and I can accept it. But like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. I knew they weren't going to have the money. And since I knew they didn't have the money. I already had somebody else in line. Somebody else said they wanted to go. They had their money the day that I, they had all of their money the day that I told them. They had all of their bread the day that I told them. They said, I'm going to put it to the side. They even told me, you know, they ain't going to have the money. You know, they going to bullshit to the last minute. God damn, you right. You were right. You know what? You're out of the trip. You're out, you 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 can't go. You ain't got the money. I'm not fronting you money. Because if I front you money for this trip, if I front you money to get your room, that means nine times out of ten, we're I'm gonna be fronting you money, or somebody's gonna have to front you money to eat, to to, to, to enjoy, to have, to enjoy the trip. While you inside of your space, you going into your healing, 
while you're addressing these slips, you have to be able to sit there and say and set that boundary of, I cannot support you emotionally. I got to get my emotions in order. I can't support you emotionally because if I give you this, if I, if I front you with some emotional support and then we go, we go down this path, I'm going to be fronting you for all of the rides that we about to go down. I can't front you for the rides on your path. Because I can't expect you to front me for the rides that I got on my path. You see how that works with that aspect of you coming into your, your the healing process with yourself? You can't keep trying to take everybody on this trip with you. You can't keep trying to take everybody on this ride with you. You trying to make you trying to make plans to take everybody with you on this trip. They ain't meant to come. You trying to extend out the trip. When to take the trip. How did when did, when you gonna start taking this journey with yourself based on everybody else being ready to go with you? And all you gonna do at the end of it is have upsets. This is how we end up upset. This is how we end up mad all the time. This is how we end up stuck in these slip-ups. This is how we keep hitting that black ice in our lives. I remember hitting that black ice in my life for so many damn times. Waiting on others to take the journey with me. All based upon this narrative of, yo, when I go, I'm taking everybody with me. I had to realize I can't take everybody with me. The ones that understood that were the ones that, the ones that understood that nine, now they're on the other end. They're, they're in their work. They've come to me for shout. They've come to me for counseling. They've came to me for therapy. They've came to me for counseling. They've came to me for therapy. They've came to me for readings. They've come to me for guidance. They've come to me for coaching. They've come to me. You did? Because they understood that I cannot take them on the path that I had to go on. The things that are going to stop you and keep you slipping up is while you're sitting here expecting when somebody's saying, when somebody gives you that sob story, and we've all heard the sob stories, but the sob stories sound real familiar. It sound like the middle of the story. It sound, it don't sound, they're not giving you the beginning. It sound one-sided. Guess why it sound familiar? Because you keep giving yourself a one-sided story. Remember how I told, remember how I've said this, I said this in uh, uh, like probably in last season. Last season I said this. Whenever you don't deal with something, that means when you go in based on the emotional aspect, that means you ain't going into you ain't going into you ain't going into a hole. You're not going into it from a whole position, like a healing a heal position. Your ego has to fill up the other half. As long as you ain't integrated with your shadow, 
every time you move forward, your ego fills into this space. Your ego uses the refragment fragments from the shadow, from that subsurface level to give it itself its body and its shape. So when you go into that space based on your ego, when you go into that space based on your ego, with the ego sitting there running the show, you always find yourself in a slip up. You always find yourself losing an opportunity. So when you trying to hold back, I'm gonna try to hold back and they, they gonna come through, but that's my sister, but that's my brother, but that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my brother. That's my sister. That's my mom. That's my cousin. That's my best friend for X amount of years. They were, they were there with me when my man went upside my head. That's my, that's my homeboy. He's damn like a brother to me. He was there when my girl kicked me out. When my girl kicked me out. Your girl kicked you out for cheating. Your homeboy was there when you were cheating. Your homegirl was there when you fucked up. Because you were there when she fucked up. One-sided. That one-sided conversation that they give you need something to connect to what do you think is going to connect to the subsurface level of your memories the memories when you didn't have a place to stay the memory of when you didn't have a place to stay you didn't have a ride you didn't have you didn't have food you didn't have something but some but in order for you to remove this attachment you got to ask yourself real question i tell i've given this to many of my clients giving this to clients, friends, everybody. The reason why you didn't have a place to stay and the reason why they didn't have a place to stay, the only common factor was there was a missing accountability. But the reason that you were able to step out of where you stayed and not having a place to stay is because you took accountability. The same thing that was missing was the same thing that you tapped into. You took accountability for your situation. The reason that they don't have gas in their car or their car is fucked up is the same reason that your car is in a better position and, and you got gas in your car. You took accountability. The slip is always going to be the lack of accountability. With that black ice, the slip is the lack of accountability. The slip up is the lack of responsibility. The slip up, the slip is the state of not accepting that everybody can't go with you. The slip up is that lack of acknowledgement. That slip up is that lack ass apology that you keep giving yourself. You tell yourself that you're sorry, but you don't say why you're sorry. You tell yourself that you're sorry. You get to the point of why you're sorry, but then you leave that question up in the air. Because if I just if I if I deal if I say if I if I admit why I'm why 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 I feel guilty and why I feel this way, 
I'm gonna crack that permafrost. I'm gonna crack that layer. I'm gonna crack that subsurface. So if my subsurface gets weak, that means my surface level is gonna get weak. It's gonna cave in. That means that identity is gonna cave in on itself. That breakdown is gonna happen. That meltdown is gonna happen. That conflict's gonna happen. And that conflict's gonna challenge that identity. It's gonna challenge my old personality. It's gonna challenge the old aspects, the surface level aspects of myself. I'm gonna have a meltdown. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna go through conflict. I'm gonna be hurt. I'm gonna be vulnerable. I'm gonna be weak. You need that shit to happen. Until you at, you know when you're at your weakest point, when you, you shine, cause you've done it over and over and over again. But the reason that you were able to go through is because you took a little bit of some residual accountability. For some, they take a little bit of responsibility, but for others, that's where you come in at. You see the reason they won't take accountability and responsibility for themselves because you are always gonna respond to the emotional cues, them frostbites. After this break, we don't get into that. Thank you for choosing the God Hour. And we back, we back after that break. That can be you. That can be you plugged into an ad space. Stay tuned to the plug talk to get more information on how to get plugged into that ad space. That can be you running. That can be you as a running ad on every episode of the podcast. All we're doing is building over here. But we just went through permafrost. We went through permafrost and how that reflects and goes into the sub reflection now goes into every space that you're trying to build and see your life is a reflection of that subsurface level of yourself. You only going, you ain't going deep with inside yourself. So everything outside of you ain't going deep with inside of itself. You can't tell somebody that they need to work on themselves and love themselves and embrace tapping into themselves and all these things. If you're not doing it, because here's the key. When you start doing it, there's no need for them. If they start doing it, there's no need for you. You see how that works? That's the crazy part about it that I had to learn that when I started doing my internal work, working on my inner conflicts, working on my enemies, my inner enemies, my the enemy within, as I started doing it, Shit started falling off. The relationship with my mother changed. It went from she's paying me back for everything that she did to me accepting what she did to understanding that the only reason she did what she did is because of what she went through. She was only repeating from her subsurface. She was slipping based on her subsurface. I was born in those slips. So being born in them slips, that created my permafrost, my 
locking boundary, that icy block. So until I adjusted to my building, my block away, I, I, I still had a need for my mother. And it came in a reflection of needing a place to stay. It came in a reflection of rarely I asked my mother for money because I was always the one giving her money. But it was always from an instance, even for some of us, it's like the actions of asking our parents for money, asking our people for money. For other aspects, it's giving our people, our parents money as a way of saying, see, all you had to do was ask. Because I remember said it to my mom one time i said that shit out loud and my mom was mad i was like all you had to do was ask all these years that you when you needed something all you had to do was ask what stopped you because that was my even though i never really said it out loud i might have said it under my breath or said it like to somebody else all they got to do is ask but i never said it directly to them that's what i was living through that emotional cue that frostbite stuck in a state of reacting to that emotional cue stuck in that emotional lock stuck in that space frozen in that space so my mom the only way the only way that I could basically maintain my surface was my mother was a part of the subsurface and it was augmented and reshaped through the shadow that me doing all these hours and working all these fucking hours was so if my mom asked me for money, I could hold it over her head and say, all you had to do was ask. Crazy shit. This is what most of y'all doing in your lives right now. Most of y'all would do all of this shit for people, for individuals, expecting something in return to be of equal value. That's not really love. That's manipulation. I wrote a piece the other day. Like most of y'all are stuck. Y'all have never experienced love. Y'all experienced manipulation. Manipulation is based on emotional cues. Go pick up a... I want to say mind control one-on-one whole chapter on manipulation. Go pick up, uh, what's the other book? Psychology, uh, one, uh, psychology, dark psychology, manipulation, mind control one-on-one, one-on-one. And there's another one I got, I actually got them all sitting over there in my, uh, in my bookshelf and I, I'm not getting up to go get those. But yeah, whole chapter on manipulation. Manipulation is based on emotional cues, those frostbites. You have to learn how to read your energy or listen to your intuition. When we stuck in those emotional cues, it's cause of them damn slip ups. You slipping up in that black ice because of those emotional cues. The reason those emotional cues are present it's so you ain't got to deal with going beyond the subsurface. See how it all comes together? That's the iceberg. This is the iceberg. This is the glacier effect. Thank you for choosing the God Hour podcast. But yeah, we get so stuck on emotional cues. So if we don't get a reaction to something that we do, 
then we automatically go to what's inside of our memory bank. That's even based on external conflicts. Shit that we ain't dealt with. That manifests into our everyday life. That's like, I've told, like, I've told this, I've, I had a conversation about it a long time ago. You go to your friend house and their parents are arguing. Y'all sitting there playing Super Nintendo. I think, yeah. Y'all sitting there playing Sega Genesis, game, PlayStation, whatever. And they look, you look at them like they crazy. Like you look at them like, are they okay? Yes, it's Tuesday. Because they got used to that. Take it even deeper. Based on manipulation and emotional cues, how most relationships are built or how your relationships were sustained, you never learn the true aptitude of love. Love is an enhancement. When someone comes into your space that truly loves you, that that bestows love upon you, they're adding to whatever is already there. They're adding to what is already there. They're enhancing it. If you go into a relationship and you have not gone through the healing process and you're not willing to learn in the healing process, because a lot of us is out here to heal y'all motherfuckers. The healing process in that nature. Guess what you gonna do? Anything short of that is manipulation. And this is one thing that y'all really gotta get uncomfortable. Remember, you gotta get uncomfortable. You gotta get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So this is one of those things that Poppy gonna bring, Papa gonna bring, Poppy gonna bring you something to sniff. Poppy gonna give you something to blow your mind. 90% of y'all out here right now are used to manipulation. Your life is based on lack. Your life was based on survival. So every one of your relationships was based on survival. Now, when I mean by survival, I don't mean I didn't need nobody to survive. I was always helping other niggas survive. That was the aspect of your survival. So you can remain independent in that independent woman the real ass nigga, the badass bitch that you wanted to be. You depended upon somebody being in a position that is beneath you. So you can feed them. So you have an excuse to feed them. So you now have an excuse to keep doing what you doing. To keep that job going the way you going. And in the, and just because you're in that position, even if you unconsciously do it, because I unconsciously did that shit a lot. A lot of us do that shit unconsciously, and we call it the philosophy of being a man or the philosophy of being an independent woman or whatever. Only your identity needs a philosophy to live by. Only your ego needs a philosophy to live by. So this philosophy of you being an independent woman is for your ego. This philosophy of you being a real nigga, a bad bitch. Those are philosophies of the ego. Those are coming up in the book. The philosophies of the ego. You need no philosophy. When it comes to the aspects of you loving yourself. 
the philosophy is used to understand philosophy or the mythos the definition of the philosophy of the mythos is to break down things into a way so it can be comprehended through symbol through symbolization through symbols through symbolism and the repetition of those symbols so you can tell that philosophy of that story over and over again it builds this model it builds this construct it builds this identity this identity is now this identity or this automaton is programmed based on emotional cues now i'm gonna go back to come all the way back to that point the philosophy of the ego the philosophy of you being the independent nigga the independent uh woman the bad bitch the real nigga the 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 hard nigga whatever it may be these philosophies are created for the ego to sustain an identity the identity or the automaton reacts and is programmed to move by the emotional cues literally while you're going through your space slipping and sliding not getting any deeper into yourself you are only an automaton you will only care about the surface you will only deal with surface level shit you will only go into the subsurface level when it benefits the emotional cue that you are trying to represent want to stay angry all right go back to your memory break last time you were angry you were angry that last time in that relationship because that relationship wasn't giving you what you needed to get so now since you did not deal with the lesson that you gained from that relationship you going around motherfuckers that are in either your relationship is fucked up or motherfuckers around your relationships is fucked up they all reflect your relation they all reflect your relationship with yourself on the sub on the surface level they'll reflect the on the but since we get stuck on the surface level guess what we'll do and i've seen it happen because i did this shit i used to do this shit a bunch of times i remember sitting at the house when i was in when i was like in these earlier relationships i remember sitting in the house because i've always and at this point in time i love i'm a homebody like a motherfucker i can order food if i need to go for a walk i'll go for a walk the most that i do when i go out the house is i'll go to the gym from the gym i'll go to like the the sprouts or food line or whatever i need to go get done before i get back to the house because all i need is about 30 minutes i'll leave the gym around 7 45 7 50 depending on how long the workout was from there i might go to sprouts or sprouts is the uh farmer's market health food the health food place here I might go to Apple Crate. It's another joint that's here. I might go to uh, not Whole Foods. We got a Publix here. I might go to this place called, we got this place called Fresh Market where I'm at. I might go to one of them places. And I'll always be at the house before 8. I'll be at the house before 8.30. Might be pulling up right around 8.30. At the house or in the house at 
just in time to start getting everything together and start my day, get my shit started. Setting up everything so there's no distractions and I'm all in a good place. My TNA thing, getting everything good, just sent out messages, everything I needed to do. Said my love yous and everything, everything that I needed to say. Said my love yous and put everything in the position that I'm now about to start doing my work. I'm moving on energy. When you move on energy, you remember I talked about in the aspect, you perfect by defining your range. My range is defined by the things that are based on my necessities for myself. My range is defined in the necessities, in the builds, into the program of my day. This means that my day is not programmed from an external narrative, but from an internal narrative. That way, when I face these things, I put that 30% in. Because the other half is gonna be 30%. Use what I give you, and I give you an example. If you apply this logic to your life, everything will make sense. Everything gonna work for you. Everything gonna work gravy. Because you're gonna start listening to your intention. Your intention is the true aspects of yourself, your true voice, your gut instinct. See, I got gut, I got the gut instinct that if I'm making the money, if I'm doing what I need to do, then I know there's certain things that I'm not going to do. See, if I'm making for the emotional cue, I'ma feel guilty if somebody say, hey, let's go out, let's go do this, let's go do something over here. Yo, you should come hang out. I ain't got time for that. I got a podcast to put together. I got music I got to do. I always have something to do. I always have things, something constructive to do. Now, I don't mean this in the space like do not have fun. Because in the reality, when you're working within your purpose, when you doing your own, when you do working within your purpose, Defining your own range, learning and growing, you'll never be bored because you're always having fun. I'm always having fun. I have fun. This is therapy for me. This is therapy. This is therapy and teaching and learning and, and building and, and, and disclosing, and giving y'all this all in one. This is fulfilling. This is fulfillment for me. I don't like going into places where I leave and I feel extra weighted down. Why I feel extra weighted down? Because I was reacting on, when I used to go to these places, I was reacting to emotional cues. The emotional cues told me how to move inside of a space. So even though I knew that every time I was going around certain people, something would always pop off simply because and it didn't even have to, it's not even necessarily them, but the frequency that they're on attracts that in that environment. Their frequency that they're on breeds that. 
the frequency that they're on feeds the thought forms of that narrative within that space. I noticed that when I was going to these spaces, something always fucking happened. There was times, I give you some big ass examples. There was times where I couldn't get to my own fucking house fucking with certain people. I had no one to blame but myself. But dealing with certain individuals, I couldn't get my I couldn't get to the I couldn't get to my own house to sleep. Dealing with certain individuals, I'm stuck on the side of the road with no gas in my car at times. Dealing with certain individuals based on emotional cues. Trying to be the helper, trying to be this, trying to trying to help them distract themselves. Cause that's basically what I was doing. Hey man, ride with me. I'm gonna go over here to this. I just wanna go chill out, whatever, 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 whatever. All right, cool. Me being the me being the enabler. Let's go. Me being loyal, more loyal to them than I am to myself getting in fights getting in arguments now I gotta switch gears and pull them out of the fucking fight so now I wasted four hours of my life for what when I could have been sitting my ass at the house watching Sons of Anarchy this is back in that time I could have been at the house watching Sons of Anarchy I could have been at the house, been watching originals. I could have been at the house of shit. Uh, been watching my favorite show. I could have been at the house writing up my business plan. But here's the key. I needed to go through those processes. This is what happens with us when we get stuck based in these emotional cues though. When we're not pat going past the emotion, when we're not learning to go past the emotional cue to learn how to respond, this is when you get stuck in that frostbite. This 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 is how you get stuck in that frostbite. You keep getting stuck in other motherfuckers, slipping in other motherfuckers, getting stuck in other people's emotional cues. Got you slipping on your own, slipping on that black ice in your own life. Now you created spots of black ice in your own life that you ain't seeing, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in your friendships, at your job. You creating black ice because one aspect of black ice and unresolved issue is this friend over here don't have a job, don't have a place to stay. And what I mean by they don't have a place to stay is they, they do not have a standalone place to stay. So now they're at your house. overstaying at your house because you trying to be loyal keeping them distracted so they don't do something stupid but then your girl at her crib and you were supposed to go over there three hours ago and spend time with them but you sitting here babysitting your homeboy you sitting here babysitting your homegirl and now you trying to call people, you trying to call your girl, you trying to call your uh, guy, 
seeing if they conscious, they still here, then motherfuckers gone. They sleep. You missing opportunities to grow. You missing opportunities to cultivate your own space. Stuck in the emotional cues of others. I used to get stuck in the emotional, the that emotional cue of others, the cues of others. Reacting to they shit. Expecting. And this the key. Expecting. My opportunities to understand. Expecting my opportunities to understand. I miss so much. I've talked about this before. I've missed so many opportunities. Well, I didn't really miss them. I had to learn. So I really, it's, it's really not missing them. But I bypassed so many opportunities. Or so many opportunities were pushed out of my reach due to my mindset of the emotional cue, the reaction. Down to the point of how people would think about me. Man, if I go to that meeting over, if I go to that meeting and start reading these books, I've always been very studious, but my studious, me being the depth, the how I do research now was way different than how I used to do now, how I did research then. So I would do enough research to get enough information so I could regurgitate it. So now I can go into these spaces and based on emotional cues, I can sound very, very smart. I can sound very, very deep. I can sound very, very intelligent. I can sound like I've been doing the work. I can sound like I've been doing the work. But here's the clearest indicator that you've been applying what you learned. There's no need to be there. It'll show itself. Me doing my healing work, me doing my shadow work, it speaks for itself. Me doing this internal work, it speaks for itself. Me working on my company, it shows for it, it speaks for itself. Me learning and me applying what I've learned, it speaks for itself. Change, change the damn game. Because I don't feel the need to challenge anybody. A lot of us fail at fall into these pitfalls of these emotional cues with ourselves and feel like we always got to challenge something. We always got to prove something to somebody. Yo, you don't go out, you don't hang out, you don't do this anymore. So now the guilt then built up because it's coming through that it's coming through that one space. So now I start feeling guilty on the surface, but instead of me dealing with the real reasons that I feel guilty, the real reasons that I feel insecure, the real reasons that I'm feeling anxiety and anxious, I give into that surf that surface level distraction. We don't hang out or we don't hang out anymore. The reason we don't fucking hang out is because you don't talk about shit. The reason that we don't hang out is because every time we hang out, there's a fight that is ensued. If not between us, between you and somebody else. 
Every time we hang out, this happens. I'm not down for that shit. I'm not down for that anymore. I tell you what, if you want to hang out, come by the crib. I'm be watching a documentary. I got I'm a, I got a documentary I'm about to watch. I got a webinar I'm about to look. I got a webinar that I'm about to learn about forex or cryptocurrency or stocks. Or I got this I I got a guided meditation class I'm about to go to. Papa Lucifer's Papa Lucifer is my uh my therapist and he's giving me a uh guided med he got a guided meditation around eight o'clock you should come by and watch it with me watch this shit change they ain't gonna know how to respond to that they're waiting they're used to emotional cues they're used to you giving into their emotion they're used to you giving into their emotional aspect but when you learn how to respond that means going past the emotional cue and now you set the new tone they don't know how to they don't know how to respond they only know how to react you gonna get your true ass answer. Here's that key. You gotta accept that answer. They gonna call you stuck up, lame. They gonna call you everything in the fucking book. Let them call you that. Accept it. Accept their critique of your old image, of your old identity, of your old personality. Accept that critique. Because that's what's going to destroy that old personality when you say you're right. It's going to destroy. This is how you destroy that old personality. And what comes out of that is your new self. You learned a new lesson. You learned the lesson. You mastered the lesson. Now you're no longer stuck in the emotional reaction. You ain't stuck in the frostbite. Yeah, you had to amputate that old. Yeah, you had to cut that old foot off of the old body. Yeah, you had to cut the hand, the fingers off of the old body. Yeah, you had to cut the head off of the old body. But in order for you to emerge from the emerge from those ashes, you got to cut that shit off and throw it in the fire anyway. You sitting there trying to avoid arguments. You're sitting there trying to avoid shit. You need that flame to come up. You need that. You need that flame to come up in that space. You need them to get mad. You need them to get upset because that's the fuel to the fire. From that fire, you arise in your new shit. You no longer frozen. You warm as fuck. You feeling real good. Your kundalini energy rising. You feeling yourself charged. Get out of that frostbitten system. Stop slipping on that black ice. Get into that permafrost. Stay tuned for the plug talk. And then we're going to close this out. Thank you for choosing the God out. No, I had to keep you plugged into the God Talk plug talk here on the God Hour podcast. As always, for services such as readings, natal chart analysis, human design charts, shadow work, consultations, 
get that inner child work uh, started, gotacoalchemistllc.com. Also, for not only services, but for products, spiritual baths, invoking rituals, all of that good stuff, gotacoalchemistllc.com. Also, follow me on Rock Hall on Facebook, because you know, especially for the God Hour Show, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Tuesday night. Papa underscore Lucy666 on Instagram, so you can get more videos and more content on that. You can also follow me at Papa Lucy Samdi on TikTok for that one minute real fast build and breakdown of that daily motivation. Twitter at GodKing84. And Snapchat at Snapchat at Gotical Alchemist or Kingview. Type in either one. Stay tuned in to get more. Uh, speaking of staying tapped in, Gotical Alchemist, the YouTube channel. Last week we got into the destruction protocol, flaws in the human design. This week, this week, we don't get a little bit deeper into that. We don't get a little bit deeper into Nephilim, the land of the Nephilim. Understanding that what the body of the giant is, the body of the sleeping giant. We don't get into Nephilim, the body of the sleeping giant. So stay tuned for that. Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Gotico Alchemist, the YouTube channel. I want you to be the best. If you have a service, if you have a product, if you want to do a build on a podcast, you want to get plugged into the plug talk, or you want to talk about sponsorship, hit me up at set, S-E-T, Carlo, C-A-R-L-O, Negus, N-E-G-U-S, at gmail.com, or you can hit me in either one of those links that I hit up you with, or you can hit me at the number for all services and everything of that nature, 910 777-7708 Hit me up If you have that service You have that product You have You want to do a build on a podcast Plug in with Plug Talk uh, Talk about sponsorship Hit me up on that I want you to be the fucking best I want you to be the best Stay tuned for the Plug Talk No Correction Stay tuned for the closeout Of another Got our podcast. Oh yeah, Lucifer Sami is also the cash app link. Drop a dollar at least. Support the support the lesson through that reciprocal point. I love you. We love us. I shave. And we back. <laughs> yeah, like, I want you to be the best. I'm going to tell you, like, from the healing aspect, as you're coming into your healing, or as you're doing your healing work, you're doing it, you're going through your therapy, the cold shoulder is deserved. Because that cold shoulder, we think about, but I'm giving people the cold shoulder and when you're doing it from a space, and this is why I tell people, when you giving people the cold shoulder based on 
distancing or avoidance is way different than giving people the cold shoulder it's 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 not the same thing as when they feel that you're giving them the cold shoulder because you're in a different space we just talked about those emotional cues in the last part of the segment or the session you keep putting yourself in this position for the reaction to the emotional cues so you can't learn to move past that to read into your own energy trust your energy if every time you going over to somebody crib you get that chill or you get that feeling like there's gonna be this this is about to happen this gonna happen it's gonna be this is gonna happen after i leave or this gonna happen before i leave this gonna happen while i'm there this might happen why you keep doing it if you keep going to your job and it be the same drama every fucking day. What makes you keep getting triggered by the trauma? Because you keep getting involved in it. Your involvement is what keeps you dealing with your involvement and what keeps you slipping up into the trauma. That means when you sitting there listening, this is when you're mindful of your energy and listening to your energy that's telling you not to go have that conversation with that person because that person is in the bystander aspect of the drama the only reason that they feel okay to come tell you about it is because now you both standing there as bystanders to the drama naturally when you play in the bystander to the drama you play both sides I don't know how many times I'd be sitting there and at my job and just me not even thinking about it. Like somebody would bring something to me, my attention, and I'd be like, all right, whatever. And I would give my personal opinion. And then my personal opinion would get thrown into the mix. And then after I threw my personal opinion into the mix, one of these individuals that they were involved in the original problem come to me and say i heard you said something about this and then now i gotta feel the need to defend myself they keep coming for me no dummy they weren't coming for you you got involved you stepped into the fucking you stepped into the bullshit that's why you keep getting involved. That's why you keep dealing with the shit you're dealing with because you keep getting involved with the bullshit. That shit just ain't happening. You keep getting involved in the bullshit. You keep, even to the point of when you're sitting there, I'm just trying to be the mediator. If you haven't done the healing work, how can you mediate for somebody? This is one of the major things that I had to learn. We gonna run this over, it might be 10 minutes. I don't care, this the God hour. This ain't state run TV, we do what the fuck we want over here. You finding yourself trying to be the mediator in an issue that is a reflection of your own internal conflict. Do you know when, this is how you gonna know when you are being the mediator to a reflection, you're getting emotionally triggered, you're getting emotionally triggered in the situation whether it's friend, family member, whatever the fuck it may be, 
Because the moment that you go mediate that problem, you automatically transmute your energy into that. Your energy is connected to it. This is why you shouldn't be mediating shit when you are emotionally involved. And I open up my bottle. I've been drinking my detox, uh, my detox mix all day. You should not become, if you are emotionally attached, that means you ain't learned how to disconnect to a situation. You should not be playing the mediator. If you are emotionally involved or emotionally attached, remember there's a difference between being emotionally connected and attached. When you're connected to something, you enhancing it. When you attach to it, you're enabling it. Major fucking key. One of the things that I had to learn for myself was the difference between emotional attachment and emotional connection. Emotional attachment is based on manipulating the situation for your gain. Emotional connection is bent on learning and enhancing and complementing the space. So if you going into spaces and you feel yourself, you keep slipping up, keep hitting that black ice and swerving all over the road. Check your emotional. If you're emotionally neglected, you're going to be physically involved in that. You're going to be, you're going to be emotionally attached, therefore physically attached to the situation. If you find yourself respect, reacting to the emotional cues, take a step back and be like, and really ask yourself the question, is this about me? And what does this have to, what does this have to do with me on the internal level? Fuck the surface level. What does this have to do with me cracking through this permafrost? What does this have to deal with? What does this have to really do with me? They're not taking responsibility for something in their life. They're not taking accountability for something in their life. This feeling that I'm feeling, is it based on me not taking accountability for something in my life? Me not taking responsibility for something in my life? Trying to maintain more loyalty to them than I am to myself? Everything gonna change. When you challenge your loyalty to yourself versus your loyalty to other individuals will change your life. When you challenge your level of respect for other individuals as compared to yourself will change your life. When you challenge these aspects as compared to learning and defining yourself, gonna change your life that's part of that ownership baby that's that secret society all we trust is all we understand is we want to i ain't trying to save nobody i'm becoming the example and then teaching through the examples of my transformation counseling through the examples of my observations of my transformations through my growth through my learning through my applying that's why when i activated my ancient one aspect of me being the shaman the occult psychologist papa lucifer i just want you to be the fucking best 
I want you to exceed. I want you, I desire you to be the best. I desire you to break all limitations. And the only way you're going to break them limitations is by tuning in to yourself and tapping out of tapping out of the distractions of everything else and trusting your process. Been another episode of the God Hour podcast. If you're listening on today being the only day that matters, tonight gonna be a party. God Hour show, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God Hour show, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Facebook Live, Rod Carlo Nijas. Hit the link. Hit it up. Send me the request to follow me. Hit the request. Send me the request. Hit me up in the inbox. Say you want to be on the show. Live readings. Building on another topic. And we're going to keep breaking it down and keep getting deeper into ourselves. Because the only way to heal is to understand that the external terrain is a reflection of the internal mainframe. I love you. We love us. Peace. Ashe. Until next time. Thank you for choosing the God Hour podcast.